Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making all shirts all sparkly. Thank you, Clinton. I'm not the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Talk shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then loop up and yell. The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another week here at By the By. Good day. <laughs> G'day, mate. Yes. This is my best Australian. Yeah. It's terrible. Well, it's better than mine. <laughs> um, I just want to say that tonight your nipples are looking delightfully perky. Oh, thanks. It must be cold in here. <laughs> well, I enjoy it. Um, Good. You're wearing this nice little thin tank top sleep pajama thingy. Yeah. I find the older I get, the more I like comfortable pajamas. Like, uh-huh. keep your lingerie. I don't want your lingerie. Give me your comfortable pajamas. Well, that's good because it's summertime and I just want like the tiniest little pajamas if possible. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's basically what you're wearing. Uh-huh. That's great. Awesome. So we have two things coming up. Do you know what they are? I do not. February 12th, which is a week Friday. Okay. We have Club V at our secret spot. Oh, that's spot. right. Yes. So that's coming back. It's been a very long time since we've had a Club V. And so I'm very much looking forward to having some... Time with the ladies. And I am very much looking forward to having some time by myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that'll be good to see what uh, mm-hmm. Lawrence is doing. Maybe he and I can go. Maybe he can teach me how to play blackjack or poker or something. To the casino. I, I thought you were going to do video games or something. <laughs> oh, you could do that too. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing, mm-hmm. March 19th, need to confirm that, but that's what I've got on the calendar. Okay. Next pendulum. Oh, sweet. Yes. Yes. Coming up, baby. That's right. Just over a month away. Yeah, a month and a half. Yay. So it's exciting. So we'll have another pendulum coming up. <sighs> the last one was amazing. We had yeah. to, unfortunately, leave a little bit earlier than we would have liked to have. So this one, we're going to make up for it. Yeah, you betcha. Yeah. We'll be there till they kick us out. Lawrence will have to like put my arm behind my back in one of those, like, like I'm a bouncer thing, and throw me out the front door. Okay. I thought you were going to say a straight jacket. And I'm pretty sure that the gentleman will be there as well. Well, he we'll better be or that. I'll smack him around. And I'm pretty sure Leo will be there as well. <laughs> but we'll have to confirm that too. Yes. Yeah, so. Uh, so we've got a few things to start looking forward to again now. Yeah. Bit by bit. We also have our own little naughty in New South Wales that's mm-hmm. coming up in February. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, sorry, it's an invite only thing. Well, we only had a room for a handful of couples. And so we're just going to go have some sexy time. And some naked time, which I, we haven't really had any time away in well over a year. Well, you haven't had like a holiday since November of 2019. Yeah. So I'm very much looking forward to even just a long weekend, just some yeah. days. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. That'll be fun. Mm. Um, yeah. I need to take some more time off. <laughs> this working thing is not working out for me. Yeah, I think we both do. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, the not too distant future for us. Yeah. So stay tuned. Beware. Uh-huh. I don't know. There's bound to be some stories along the way. There's, yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk sexy talk. <laughs> uh, speaking of sexy talk, uh-huh. what are we talking about tonight? We are going to dive into polyamory. Interesting. <laughs> Poly meaning multiple or more than one. Amory meaning the act of love. Da 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 da. I don't know. I just. <laughs> yeah, because it's something that we touch on a fair bit. You know, on the podcast, we talk about open relationships and non monogamy, ethical non monogamy, et cetera. And we haven't really, I don't know, at least I don't feel like we've talked about a lot of the terms and what polyamory can look like in different relationships. Yeah, that's true. We should probably talk a bit about our short history with polyamory. Yes. In that we had absolutely zero intention of doing it. <laughs> yeah, we just wanted to have an open relationship and, and you know. We, we didn't expect to like other people. Casual swingers, maybe friends with benefits kind of thing. Yeah. And like, you know, more than, anyway, yeah. A couple yeah. of friends with benefits, but I don't know, whatever you call it. Uh, so that was kind of what we. Friends uh, with multiple benefits. Yeah. Multiple f- friends with benefits. <laughs> multiple friends with multiple uh, benefits. <laughs> MFMB. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So that's kind of what we started out as down our journey. And it just kind of, polyamory just kind of found us. We found people that we really, yeah. truly got along with and loved and became part of our lives. And we've become part of their lives. And it just kind of happened. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think the moral of this podcast is which we're going to give you in the beginning rather than the end is keep an open mind. <laughs> yeah, just be open to yeah. what life throws at you Yeah, and, and say yes more than no. Yeah. Uh, I know. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing things can happen with a positive attitude and an affirmative answer. <laughs> okay. So we're going to start with defining polyamory. I just did. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's when a person engages in romantic and or sexual relationships with more than one person at a time. So romantic and and or. And or. Okay, yeah. And or sexual. So I think it's interesting, and you, it should be added, that we often talk about bisexuality, but we we talk about the people that we're interested in sexually, but we also don't talk about the people we can, we're interested in romantically. I think that there are a lot of folks out there who might be curious about hooking up with people mm-hmm. of the, either the same gender or different genders, but... They don't want to necessarily have a romantic relationship with one and or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that is something that we should just make very clear that you can be bisexual and hetero or homo romantic, meaning that you yes. only want romance with yeah. one person, but but you want sex with, with either. Yeah, absolutely. It's good to get that out there. Yeah, I think it's important to make sure that's very clear. Yes. I feel like I am bi sexual and bi-romantic i really don't care about your gender i just care about what kind of person you are just who you are as a person yeah 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 all right so let's go through some common terms that are thrown around with polyamory and when when you talk to polyamorous people and they're talking about relationships and we've used some of these before as well and i feel like they're kind of self-explanatory but still worth stating so the first one is primary which okay i'm just going to read this definition because i love the beginning of the definition your ride or die, your wow. your main squeeze, your top shelf bay, B-A-E? Yeah, bay. Bay? You're my bay, bay. Okay. 
No. Oh, look at you out of touch with what the kiddos are saying on the TikToks. Uh, so, so primary is your primary partner. And so that's whether it's the person that you live with, like in, in our case, we're, we're married and we live together, or it's just whoever you spend the most time with if you don't necessarily live with them. Yeah. Secondary is more casual partners. You are likely still totally committed to this person, but they're not your primary and your life isn't like completely in sync with theirs per se. Like it's not, it's not all there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, And yeah. Yeah. And a thruple is a situation where uh, one person is dating two different people or all three could be dating each other. So thruple and triad are often used interchangeably. I don't like the word thruple. I don't either. I like triad better. I do too. Quad is a relationship involving four people. I so that was like a muscle in your calf or <laughs> thigh or something. It's in your thigh, babe. I don't know. So I don't know yeah. muscles. <laughs> I don't have them, so I don't. I don't know how what you they're called. You have them. You just don't work them out. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're, shh, they're sleeping. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, quad is a relationship involving four people with each member of one couple dating at least one member of another polyamorous couple. It's also a place where you play hacky sack and throw a flying disc. Okay. In the quad. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. Like same. at a university. Well, I'm assuming. Okay. I don't know. I didn't ever do either of those things either because those required using my quad muscles. Oh, I may have gotten ahead of myself a little bit here. Of course. The you next have. one is full quad. Whoa. I didn't know there was a full Whoa. quad. Uh, that is Definitely a hacky, hacky sack location. <laughs> it's when four people who are sexually or romantically involved with each other, sometimes primary partners are involved and sometimes not. So I guess this is when all four people are involved. Okay. I just assumed that there were levels of quads, but yeah, but apparently, yeah, there are, and they're called full quads. Well, when you work them out, your quads <laughs> become full quads. <laughs> I mean, so I, I'm assuming then that you would say that Leo, the gentleman, and us are just a quad, not a full quad. Yeah, probably. Because yeah, Leo yeah. and the gentleman don't see each other outside of yeah. situations where the four of us are Yeah, are they together. don't have the same relationship that we do. Yeah. yeah. I would agree. Hmm. Interesting. Uh-huh. Quantifiable. Yeah. Then we have a polycule, which is a network of romantically connected people. I like that word. So if you think about it, like six degrees of separation. Yeah. So, we've got so like, are we now in a relationship with Kevin Bacon? Oh my God, maybe. I love bacon. <laughs> I mean, we yeah, we do like the name Kevin. <laughs> we do. I love that name. So there you go. <laughs> if you're named Kevin, I'd probably like you. Yeah. So that would be like me and then you as my partner and then your girlfriend and then like your girlfriend's husband and then that person's partner and partner and partner. So the polycule then becomes basically everyone that we're all connected to in a romantic way, whether we're involved or not. Yeah. No, I like that. And yeah. I think a lot of people will... Um, it's also a social network. I was going to say, I think a lot of people will resonate with that after COVID because some people had their little pods that they, those yeah. are the ones that they would socialize with. And it's kind of that idea, except, you know, in a romantic way. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I can accept that. Okay. Yeah. Metamor is your partner's partner. So someone that you don't necessarily hook up with or have a romantic connection to. Is that gendered? No. What's a paramour then? A paramour is an outside member of a marriage or union. What was Metamore? Okay, so we had to stop the podcast. Stop the podcast. Uh, <laughs> yes, we did. Because <laughs> we just had a moment where we're like, boom. It's like, what was that? Did somebody, and the dog's growling, and we're like, did somebody just break into our apartment? Like, <laughs> I didn't know that was possible. And then there was this really strange squeaking sound. Uh-huh. Like, squeak, squeak, squeak. And when we looked out on our balcony, a flying fox had flown into our glass and was laying on Pippin's 
grass mat that he pees on. His putty grass. His yeah. putty grass. Yeah. And spent a good 10 minutes out there readjusting itself because it knocked the shit out of itself. I think he gave himself a minor concussion. <laughs> Poor little fella. <laughs> but he was so adorable, just like crawling around the grass mat. He just, I mean, oh, it's like, how clo- how often do you get a chance to see one that close up? Yeah. And what's really amazing. So Pippin weighs 2.4 kilos. Mm-hmm. He's not a big dog. He's, uh, you know, but this bat was the same size basically as Pippin. That's amazing to yeah. think of something like that flying around. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so if you have issues with rats, mm-hmm. think about flying rats. <laughs> hashtag Sydney, hashtag Straya. Yeah, yeah. But we did call the number for the wildlife rescue because we were like, you know, what if he's actually injured himself? We yeah. didn't know at first. And, you know, it was just, we'll give him a little bit of time and see. But yeah, talking to the person at the wildlife rescue, they were like, we've never heard of one doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so we have yeah. we have the special bats around yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. He's a God bless him. I just the lady, I love her. She's like, do you know how some humans aren't so bright? Maybe your bat isn't the one of the bright ones. And I'm like, oh, our bat's a Trump voter. <laughs> yeah, but he did eventually pick himself up, hung off the furniture for a second, and then flew away. Mm-hmm. So he just stunned himself and just yeah. needed to, a moment to recoup. <laughs> well, which is another thing the nice lady said. She's like, well, look, I've walked into glass before and it took me a second. To, <laughs> she's like, you know what? I've done that too. All right. Fair enough. So yeah. moral of the story is you never know what you're going to get on Bye to Bye. Yeah, we've got some good pictures of them though. Yeah. I'll post yeah. them to Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. And Instagram. Okay, so back to. Back to, back to polyamory, which yeah, yeah. I don't know uh, if it can beat the bat story. I don't know either. All right. It's a bat, man. Uh, God. So difference between metamor and paramour. So a metamor is your partner's partner who you don't hook up with or have a romantic connection to. Okay. So that would be if you were seeing... Okay, so here. Um, I guess it's not exactly the same because it's only a random casual hookup, but the person that I met off of Tinder that I see occasionally. Yes. So that yes. would be a yeah. metamor for you if we had a more serious relationship. Okay. Because okay. you don't hook up with them or have a romantic connection to this right. person. A paramour is someone outside of the marriage or the union. So like your wife's girlfriend is the example given here. How's that different from the metamor? Um, I don't know. Unless they're saying that a paramour is someone that you're also in- entwined with. That doesn't make sense. I don't like this. All right. Let me look up a better To the difference. Google box. Yes. Stand by. Wait, wait. Do I have music for this? Yeah, we'll Google thinks I want to know the difference between paramour and metaphor. Oh, the diff- I know the difference between paramour and metaphor. If you tell a story and it's a story within a story, but you need the story to tell about the story, that's what a meta's for. Get it? Meta. That's what meta is for. I, I, I get what you're saying. The word meta is the, is the, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to hypnotize you. Okay, so the best I can come up with is that uh, so the metamor is, you know, the person that you don't have a relationship with, your partner's okay. partner, right? Yeah. Uh, and a paramour is a lover. It's, this is just a dictionary definition. A lover, especially the illicit partner of a married person. So it's, it's so like the gentleman would be our paramour. What? But he's also part of a triad. Yeah. This is weird. I don't like it. If you know out there in podcast land, please tell us. If you can explain it better to where I'm more happy with the definition, because <laughs> yeah. I'm not really happy with this. I mean, I get it. I get what they're saying, but I also don't really see how, like, I mean, I guess the paramour would be the person in the triad who's not the primaries. Okay. Okay. So, next term. Yes. Solo polyamorous. 
when you do your own thing. So you're not interested in having a primary partner, but you may be a secondary or casual partner to multiple other people. So okay. then, so then you're the paramour or the metamor, but you're not one of the primaries. Okay. Yeah, I, I can yeah. accept that. Yeah. Uh, compersion. So we've talked about this one before. Compersion. So we often think of it as the opposite of jealousy. So this is when you're happy for someone else's happiness. So your yes. partner's happiness. Your your someone else's joy brings you happiness. Yeah. Or someone else's joy brings you joy. Yeah. So you're happy that your partner has other partners that they're happy with and that fulfill needs and things. Yes. And I'm going to assume that there are people out there who have not listened to the podcast from the beginning. The example I always give for compersion is if you watch a baby on their first birthday eating a cake and you get joy from the joy that they get from that cake and how happy they are, that's what compersion is. Yes. You you get nothing out of it, really, except the joy of watching the experience. That's that's what compersion is. Yeah, I think that's a great example. It is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so now we're going to dive into... Okay, okay. Where polyamory falls in non-monogamy. Ooh, it's a big umbrella. It is. It's a very big umbrella, kind of like the queer umbrella. It's a yeah. very big, all-encompassing thing. So we... Like we often say um, consensual non-monogamy or ethical non-monogamy. Yes. Polyamory is a form of non-monogamy. And I would think of it as like non-monogamy is this big umbrella term. And underneath it, you have all kinds of romantic or sexual relationships that have more than two people. So you have polyamory. You can have non-ethical non-monogamy. Somebody's cheating. AKA cheating. Yeah. Don't uh, do that, people don't do that. Yes, please. Please don't do that. Uh, you can also have polygamy, so one person is married to multiple partners, group marriage, open relationships, which is very often how we define ourselves is open relationship. Uh, you can have polyfidelity, so a relationship with multiple partners, but it restricts sexual activity to within a certain group. Wow, okay. You can also uh, have high fidelity. <laughs> yes, you can. You can have monogamish, so couples yep. that are maybe sexually polyamorous but remain emotionally monogamous. You can have swinging, uh, which is similar to open relationships, but it's generally more of a social activity and often involves group sex or partner swapping. Mm -hmm. Triad, so we've already talked about that. So a relationship with three people or relationship anarchy, where participants in the relationship are not bound by a set of rules or norms. I really like the name relationship anarchy. I don't think it would work for me, but I love the name. You couldn't do it. You have to have rules. Yeah, I like yeah. rules. <laughs> You're a rule follower, and if there were no rules, you'd be like, oh, my God, I don't what know am what I to do. do. <laughs> also, I want to retract something that I said not two minutes ago, okay. which is the don't do non-ethical, non-monogamy. There are a few slight cases that I can think of that if if the only way you can keep your sanity and keep your relationship together is by going outside of the relationship, mm -hmm. then that I can, I can, there are, there are always reasons to say yes. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is, it's often not the best, but unfortunately sometimes it's the only, and that, yeah. that I can yeah. accept. Yeah. It's, I mean, we all, like we always say, it's better to be open and honest and to communicate with your partner, but there are instances where the situation may necessitate. Yes. So, yeah. So now we've, talked before when looking at bisexuality and just kind of relationship styles about how the younger generations are a lot more open yes than like the younger generation the older generation not in a creepy way but <laughs> <laughs> so according to this study that's referenced in the article that i'm looking at right now 
Almost one in five, so almost 20% of those under 30 have engaged in sexual activity with someone else with the knowledge of their partner. Cool. So this was a 2016 poll, right? So this is several years old now. So okay. yeah, could yeah, be yeah. a little different. Overall, this was based on Americans. 11% said that they had had sexual contact with other people with the consent of their partner. And 19% had had sexual contact without their partner's consent. Mm. Yeah. So we said before, or I said before, that the one in five people under 30, so about 20%, had had relationships with someone outside of their primary relationship. That goes to 17% under 45, which I think is still a pretty decent number. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. that's not a huge jump, I don't feel like. Yeah, it's still almost one in five. Yeah. However, that drops down to 3% for over 65s. Oh, come on, boomers. <laughs> Although you got to say, okay, boomer. <laughs> and also, once you're in a nursing home, I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, my God. I know, right? It's like, isn't that? Just take your teeth out, Grandma. Let's go. <laughs> or Grandpa. Hell, fuck. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, I really hope we end up in like a swingers nursing home we'll or retirement re- we'll community or something. Yeah. 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 If it's not the Bob's Burgers experience, we're not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. I like that one. That was funny. <laughs> Uh, as far as non-monogamy goes, I think we're all pretty aware that it is more common within the LGBT community yeah. than it is outside of the LGBTQIA plus community. According to a study by the Center for HIV Educational Studies and Training, gay and bisexual men who are partnered, 42% of them are in non-monogamous relationships. Wow. So getting close to half. I'm part of 42% of something. Uh-huh. And of those that were non-monogamous, 53% were in open relationships and 47 were monogamish. So oh. they were emotionally monogamous, but sexually yeah. glamorous. Promiscuous. Promiscuous. I love yes. the word promiscuous. Uh, and, of, of course, attitudes towards polyamory depend very significantly on religion and cultural values and Shocker. things like that yeah yeah, yeah. um so that's kind of polyamory in a nutshell and i mean a lot of it's things we've kind of touched on before but not everybody goes back and listens to the the previous episodes and that like yes the younger generations are more open to different relationship styles uh gender sexual fluidity all of that which i think is a really good thing yeah and, and i tend to agree it, it is one of those things it, it doesn't work for everybody but that doesn't mean it doesn't work for everybody right right <laughs> Wait, that's actually, I like that. It doesn't work for everybody, but that doesn't mean it doesn't work for everybody. It's where you put the emphasis. You have to put the emphasis on the right syllable. Yeah, you do. important. So we do want to take a quick break, and then we're going to go into some myths about polyamory. Yes. See if you can bust these myths. I'll bust your myth. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure what that means, but I like it. I don't either, but. uh, (laughs) I'm willing to try. I don't know if you've looked at a calendar lately. Have you looked at it? Do you own a calendar? Anybody? Bueller? It's Bueller? on my phone. Yeah. Well, do you know what day is coming up? Valentine's Day. I was going to say Thursday, but also Valentine's Day. There is a Valentine's Day coming up. And you know, look, I think Valentine's Day is personally stupid. However, the marketing departments that pay our bills and keeps our lives on think it's really important. And so I'm going to talk about it because – I like toys and gifts, and if you want to give me something sexy and it has to be on a certain day, it might as well be the 14th of February. Yes, and if you would like to do so, we can send you our address. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, but we're here to save you money when you buy us things. So if you go to adamandeve.com and you use the checkout code by the buy, when you purchase something, you're going to get 50% off one of the items in your your basket, almost Mm -hmm. in your bucket. I mean... (laughs) They're classier than that. So they put things in baskets, not buckets. Uh, I'm a bucket boy myself. You're going to get six videos on demand. 
I mean, you could share them with if it's, if you'd like. Well, hell, we might watch them together. We could do a Zoom thing. Oh, yeah. It'd be I great. Like that. Uh, you're going to get a bunch of extra toys thrown in, some for you, some for your partner, some for both of you, some for us. It's going to be great. And uh, yeah, free shipping anywhere, including to where we live, which is Australia. <laughs> which if you have it sent to your house and then you try to ship it to us, you're not going to get that discount. I, I, we, we can't control the post office. No, it's very slow these days. But if you go to adamandeve.com, you can get yourself something nice. Check out, pay for it, get the 50% off and then go back and do it again. You can reuse it. Nobody's checking on it. So you can get us something too. Uh, but go to adamandeve.com, check out. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Code, by the by, get yourself something nice. Tell them Bradford and Angela sent you. <laughs> Also, during this Valentine's, you know, the eve of Valentine's, the Ides of Valentine's, I don't know, it's time to go to altplayground.net and uh, build yourself a little profile. Put on some pictures, talk about your gender identity, talk about your sexual preferences, talk about who you is, who you are, who you want to be, who you want to play with. Go to their big wall. They have a big community wall with pictures, and it's like different subjects every day, and it's great and exciting. And you can chat with people on there, and you could do video chats. So it's still safe. Yes. Uh, but yeah, altplayground.net, definitely a place to go to find some quality people in the lifestyle and the community to make friends with, chat with, and potentially someday play with. So yeah, go to altplayground.net. .net! Give me a P. P. Give me an Ollie. Ollie. Give me an Emery. Emery. What's that spell? P. Ollie Emery. <laughs> don't think I don't think there's any P involved in this one. P. Ollie Emery. Let's hope not. Anyway. I should make a P. Ollie Emery song. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you do that. I will. And then we'll play it in the outro. Oh damn it! That means you have you got a few minutes to come up with it. Okay. 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 Well, I'll be quiet for the next. Three seconds. <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk about myths and maybe throw in some facts about polyamory as well. Is this like Mythbusters where we actually bit. have to test them out? Mm -hmm. well, we've already tested the first one out. Okay, cool. <laughs> With the right partner, you only need one person. Wait, so what? this is also kind of like polyamorous relationships aren't really, they're not real relationships, right? The whole dead so, ain't real. Because we've been taught by media and religion and everything that you can find this one magical, perfect person and they're going to fulfill all of your needs and you don't need anybody else in your life. Just the two of you on the earth. That's right. It, that doesn't work. No, it does not work. No. Uh, that comes from watching too many television shows, too many video movies uh, uh, where where the one 
perfect person finds the other perfect person and they live happily ever after, which, I mean, come on. Does that happen? Absolutely. Does it happen for everybody? Absolutely not. Well, even at that, though, that one quote-unquote perfect person may be your perfect partner to go through life with, but that doesn't mean that they're fulfilling all of your needs. You still have friends. You still have people that you go out with or go shopping with or whatever. And so, like, one person, I I just have, I just can't believe that one person can be everything to someone. I agree. uh, No, no. Yeah. No, I think that puts unreasonably high expectations on both parties. It's true. And then then you're bound to fail. You know, Sauron was looking for the one Uh relationship to rule them all. Uh-huh. It's like he was going to put a ring on it. Did he find it? Well, <laughs> no. Are we going to are we going to spoil to have a spoiler alert? <laughs> spoiler alert for something that's like a hundred years old. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. No, in fact, even Sauron, you know, other people got involved. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So next myth. Okay. In fact, a fellowship. It was pretty hot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Bunch of men woof, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. walking through the woods. Mm-hmm. Mm. You get that man smell. Yeah, you're kind of a hobbit. A little bit. I don't go around without my shoes, though. No, you don't. That's true. No. You do always have shoes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so next myth is that uh, polyamorous people are compulsive cheaters. But, like, cheating means that you're not telling your partners about the other people that you're sleeping with yeah. or having relationships with. And by definition, it, with polyamory, you are telling your partners. Whoever came up with that myth just didn't, they just stopped trying. You know yeah. what? Like, yeah. let's just, let's just try this. Like also tomatoes should be a vegetable. Right. I mean, and, and cheating can be like emotional. It can be physical, whatever. But again, by definition with polyamory, like you're telling your partner about this. You're, you're being open about it. Yes. So I think that that one is busted. Wah, wah. By definition, it's busted. What is wrong with you people? Yeah. Don't be lazy when you come up with your myths. Busted. Don't be lazy. Uh, polyamory means that you love your partner less. Well, that's not how the definition goes. No. It's not like we have like... Is a, there a finite amount of love? It's, it's not like there's a bucket of love in us and then once it's gone, it's gone and you can never ever love again. So oh. don't give your love away to people early in life or you won't have love for people later in life or animals or any other thing in life. So no, that's dumb. Like, yeah, love just begets love and there's never... It, it doesn't... There's never like a finite amount of it. I love that I said during our ad break that we have buckets and then you're like, we have a bucket of love. <laughs> Uh, so if you skip our ad breaks, you miss that. But see, it's called it's called a callback. Comedically, it's fucking amazing. Also, I agree with you a million percent. You're so hot right now. Yes, uh, it's. It, I love when you say things like that because it does make me more attracted to you, uh, which sort of grows that love even more. So fuck you, people who think you have a finite amount of love. See your bucket overfloweth. Yeah. But great. Now I'm now I've got too much love on my hands. What am I gonna do? Oh God, I guess I better go masturbate. We, we got cum rugs for that. <laughs> I know, right? Like I got my love juice everywhere. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um it oozes forth. It spurts. <laughs> like yeah, I hate I hate when people say that. Because yeah. again, like I'm sorry. I only have two ounces of love left. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of that idea that if you ever like let's tragically let's say your partner passes away and then you've already given all of your love to that partner and you meet somebody new and you're like look i'm hoping you're okay with me not ever loving you because i'm all, <laughs> I'm all out of love 
<laughs> oh my god uh, i can't sing anymore because we can't afford the rights to that right, one right. but i think everybody knows where that's going uh-huh. Uh-huh. all out of love my bucket had a hole in it <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so good uh, okay can i have a towel still on my lap wait is that what happens to you what? Well, like, remember that time you sat on my lap and we made out for a little while and then you were like straddling my leg and then you stood up and walked away and I had a wet patch on my leg. Was that, were you leaking love? Oh, that's love, baby. You left love on my leg. Love. So you remember like um, at the swingers club when uh-huh. we did the G-spot yeah. and control yeah. stimulation class and I squirted in front yeah, of everybody? Yeah, that lady almost had love on her face. Yes, that was all love. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I should have caught it. Damn it. <laughs> Oh, you missed out on the love that I day, babe. Did. Oh, man, I was so close. <laughs> I had some in my hand. <laughs> yeah, the table had a lot. <laughs> we should take like little two mil vials and and save it and send it to people. We That's can for our the Patreon. Love and send it out to people for our, for our Patreon supporters. <laughs> What is this? Oh, that's that's a little bit of Angela's love. Uh, I wouldn't open that. Yeah. <laughs> it's best by date is way in the past. Especially the way shipping services are at the moment. Is it meant yeah. to be chunky? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I think we need to move on. Oh, my God. I don't want to. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, so, the next myth is that polyamorous people just want to sleep around and they don't want intimacy or commitments. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's a few of them out there, but I kind of like... There's also a few monogamous people like that. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's some people out there like that, but broad strokes, people, come on. Yeah. Um, I think that's silly to to think that. Look, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I absolutely think it's silly because like polyamory requires a lot of trust. You have to have a lot of communication, and you have to have boundaries with your primary partner, with all your partners. There's boundaries, might be rules depending on how strict you're going to be about it. But there's definitely a lot of trust and communication, and that takes more commitment than I think just a monogamous relationship does because yeah. it requires you to be a lot more cognizant of what's going on and and everyone's emotions and how everyone's feeling and what's going on with everyone in the group however big the group is yeah yeah i I don't know i mean i i don't understand why you can't have feelings for people and want to have sex with them too why Mm -hmm. like that it's just about the sex it's just about the sex don't slut shame and i yeah (laughs) i think that is such a heteronormative monogamous sort of idea which is the only way you can have sex with somebody, which also I think is really sad. The only way you can have sex with somebody is to not actually have feelings. You just want to have sex with them and that's it. Yeah. And again, I'm sure there are people like that out there, but like even we have friends who were like, we're not poly, but we really, really like you guys and you guys are really good friends of ours and we like to have sex with you. And like, that doesn't mean that there's no feelings there. That just means like, and that I'm completely okay with this. It's not necessarily about love, but I think love comes in so many different levels and flavors. And it's like fucking Baskin Robbins. <laughs> There's 31 flavors of love. And yeah, it just, it drives me crazy when people say that. Yeah. Uh, because the love I have for you is different than the love I have even for Pippin, mm-hmm. which is different than the love I have, but a very real love that I have for chips and salsa. 
Like <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> those three things are three of the biggest loves in my life, and they're vastly different. Yeah. Um, because I only fuck two of you. Well, and also... Sorry, just to make it clear that people are like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, he's having sex with the dog. No, I fuck chips and salsa. Well, also make sure that you keep room in that love bucket for the chips and salsa. You don't want something else to displace that. Well, I know, right? Because I only have so much. I know. <laughs> Sorry, fried okra. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so the next myth. You know the problem with fried okra, right? It's just in Australia, it's hard to get. It plays hard to get. I don't want to have to make it myself. Anyway. No. Sorry. It, Please continue. Well, you have to if you want to. I know, here. right? Ugh. Nobody serves it. The struggle down here. is real, American yeah. South. The struggle is real. Yeah. You have to make it down here. And even at that okra is hard to find to just buy it and then yeah. make it your damn self. <laughs> okay, so the next myth about yes. polyamory. Yes, 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 yes. Is that polyamorous people don't get jealous. Oh my God. People are stupid. Who comes up with this shit? Everybody gets jealous at some point. That's right. And that's okay. Yeah. Jealousy's okay. It's what you do with it. That's, that's right. Problem. That's right. Or um, good. Good or bad. I don't know. Look, there's absolutely – and if you are curious about this, we did an episode like a million years ago called uh, Jealousy, FOMO, and Envy. Yep. Or something like that. The three of them were in the title. Three of them are in the title. Go search for that. Find that. Listen to that and go, oh, man, they're smart. <laughs> they could use better mics. Yeah, yeah. We should probably do that one again. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's – I don't know. People make me angry. Yeah, no, it's jealousy is a very natural human feeling or reaction to a situation. And it's okay to be jealous. It's just what you do about it. Like, talk to your partner about it. Figure out what made you jealous. How do you deal with it? Can you avoid that situation in the future? Or is it something that you just have to find a way around? A lot of times, jealousy comes from our internal insecurities. Yeah. And, like, you know, something that, that – and it might be something you don't even know about yourself yet. But it's, yeah, it's what you do with it that I think is more important because we all, we all feel it. Yeah, and, and that's true. And it's it's just don't take it and use it as either or turn it into a weapon or yeah. turn it into something, not even necessarily a weapon to your partner, partners, or but a weapon to yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't take it and cram it down and let it become a gallstone. Yeah. I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure that's where gallstones come from. Well, and the whole myth about polyamorous people are jealous is like, monogamous people can feel jealousy too and very often do yeah so So it's not i don't know how to tell people this but monogamous people and polyamorous people are very similar yeah it's true it's true uh so some people think that polyamory is the same as polygamy which we defined earlier they are not the same thing did we define polygamy we did oh i was i was dreaming yes Uh, polygamy when you have multiple spouses yes yes uh I do not want to marry anyone Mm-mm. else. Um, nope. I do want to have a big party celebrating relationships. Yeah. That's not a marriage. That's not a marriage, no. Um, no. Yes. Yeah. And also polygamy, I think, is largely illegal most places in the world anyway. So. I think, yeah. honestly, it's just a tax thing. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then we're getting into, you know, things like higher risk of STIs amongst polyamorous people. Yeah, I mean, but is there any higher risk of STIs amongst the polyamorous community versus those who are cheating on their partners or singles who are dating around and seeing people like, you know, I mean, I guess if you're talking polyamorous versus monogamous and truly monogamous, then Then yes, yes, there is a greater risk. But also, arguably, uh, polyamorous people are often much more 
better educated about their sexual health than monogamous people. Ask your monogamous friends when was the last time they got tested, and it was probably never. Yeah. When you ask your polyamorous friends when was the last time they got tested, it was probably within the last three to six months before 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah. And also, I would say that m- many people that we meet in the community, at least, are very, not just cognizant of STI risks and of getting tested, but they also use a lot of protection to try and prevent the spread yeah. of STIs. Yeah, and it's, uh, yeah, that's that's better to have that knowledge and, and yes. how to use it and whatnot than not. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, So the last one that I have is that polyamorous people have loose morals. So this kind of goes in the slut shaming category. I do have loose morals though. (laughs) I'm, I, you can, if you were ever a fly on the wall listening to, I'm calling you out brother. I love you so much, but I'm calling you out. Lawrence and I talk, you know (laughs) that we have very loose morals. That's true. That's true. Uh, Uh, But yeah, we've had some conversations, but in general, let's, let's not going to say we're amoral, but we're at least chaotic lawful. (laughs) Well, we're going to go with generalities here in the, in the generally to be in a polyamorous relationship, like we've said multiple times already, there has to be a lot of trust. There has to be a lot of communication. Uh, there has to be consent amongst the parties. I mean, you need to know what's on the table, what's not on the table, what you know, what the relationship's going to look like. And I mean, this should go without saying for any relationship, but you should always respect everybody in it. Yeah. But I would say to 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 say that polyamorous people have loose morals is, I, I think that's very much a false statement. I think it's just it's dumb and uneducated yeah. and mean. Yes. Um, also. I want to create bracelets that are like strap-on bracelets that with a little bead that makes them tighter and not tighter and call them morals. Is that what you call – is that a strap-on bracelet? Because I had a very different image in my head. I don't know. I know you did. Of course you did. But then like when you move around, sometimes they get loose and people are like, oh, you have loose morals. <laughs> I do. Thank you. I almost lost my morals. <laughs> Tighten them back up. Like, this is great. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, see? I like that. Or, or you could have like a necklace, and uh-huh. but you need help getting it off. Hey, uh-huh. you want to help me loosen my morals? So that's all of the myths that I have. Myths about busted. Myths are busted. So, I mean, ultimately, look, polyamory is not for everybody. It's for, oh, I would God, say no. it's for a very small percentage of the population. Uh, we went down that path, not intending to go down that path, but at the same time, I wouldn't have it any other way now. Oh, God, no. I can't imagine. No. And so... It's, like, it, it is... I just want to say as a, as a poster child for, uh, I had no intention of doing something and accidentally did something (laughs) and now would never want to live in another kind of way. I think it is really important that we talk about the gentleman and Leo and like just how important they are to our relationship uh, and to us individually as well. It's, It's such a, it is so nice to have people that you can talk about things that you that your partner is like not interested in yeah yeah uh the and i often go back people are like oh well you know what does angela get and from a non-sexual point of view um but from that i always imagine every time we've ever gone to bunnings with the gentleman i am literally this is going to come as quite a shock to most of our listeners literally bored out of my fucking mind well yeah you're usually only there to like watch the dog yeah i carry the dog around that's my job i go to (laughs) i go to bunnings i carry the dog uh because even he's he's as bored as i am and you two like it's like fucking 
Come with me and you'll be <laughs> in a world of pure imagination. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't fucking care. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think there's been a few times I'm like, you know what? I'll just stay here. I'll just stay home. And yeah. you're all like, okay, well, we'll be back in 15 minutes. And an hour and a half later, you guys come back with no more than you what you left for. But you're like, we walked into up and down every single aisle. And we looked at, we looked at chain. Like, why? Because we were thinking what we could do with it sexually. And I'm like. What? <laughs> yeah. uh, and then I also think about uh, Leo and when he and I go to the theater and mm-hmm. like, I know you're a theater lover, but you're also like, look, I can only do theater a couple of times a month. There's also a lot about theater that I just don't get the way that you get it. And yeah, it's, it's nice that you have somebody that can really share that on a much more intimate level. Yeah. And I think that's so important that we often forget that our brains need that. Yeah. And I'm sure there's people out there that saying that we are justifying our relationship. And I'll say we aren't because we don't have to. No. Uh, it, you know, we all have multiple friends. You don't have one friend. Mm-mm. You have your best friend, maybe multiple best friends, and a lot of other friends that you like to hang out with. Ours is exactly the same, only we fuck them. Yeah, sometimes the clothes come off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're my best, my best friend, and I like having sex with you. Yes. Thank you. Because I enjoy having sex with you and that you're is also my best friend. That is oh, Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I actually didn't know that was the sound that I was going to make. That was actually better than what I expected. I thought it was going to be Mrs. H going pussy pussy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think for us, it's like I said, it was something we just kind of stumbled into, but I wouldn't have it any other way. And, yeah. and it's mostly, you know, being open to it and just kind of seeing where life takes you. And some people do seek this out. Yes. You know, from the beginning, and they're like, this is what I need. And and they will seek other polyamorous people. And I think that's great as well. It just happened differently for us. And yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah, it's a good thing. I wouldn't have it any other way. No, works for us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, That does not mean it'll work for everybody. You're right. Nope, absolutely not. And it's also something that, I mean, like we say with everything, you can always try opening up your relationship. And then if it doesn't work, it doesn't mean you have to keep going with it. Right. Yeah. Um, But polyamory is a, feel like a different level it's finding that you know person or people who you really really truly connect with on a deeper level yeah yeah the the l word yeah people that you want to stick around for a while not the lust one the love one yeah yeah okay just making sure glad you clarified you can do both i lust after you still (laughs) Uh, so yeah yeah uh any other things that we want to hit on not not regarding polyamory Uh (laughs) uh-oh no just well yeah. I know what's happening to my bottom tonight. Uh-huh. Uh, well, you talked about that strap-on bracelet. I did. Poofed. So we'll wrap this up pretty tightly then. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, find us, talk to us, message us, we are theatomsoflove at gmail.com, or you can find us at By the By Podcast on Insta, on Facebook, and on Twitter. Go join our Discord chat by going to www.patreon.com slash by the by podcast and join at any level and you can uh, get the the connection to our discord chat which is a private chat for all of our our listeners mm-hmm. and uh it's actually been it's i love it it's so great uh, we had recently one of our listeners create an album of, oh my god it's so good i th- I, I, i'm gonna read some of the album titles um, well, and then there was also the single as well. There was the single as well, yeah. but I'm going to start with, like, yeah. spoiler alert. Um, I'm going to start with just the the, the tracks mm-hmm. that um, 
So, so look, it got. We were all talking about music and being musicians. It gets goofy sometimes. We get goofy, and yeah. we took. There were a lot of naked pictures where people were using uh, musical instruments to hide their naughty bits. And so, this one listener created an album with some of our pictures, and includes side one, which was playing with ourselves, which was things like only lube is lube, sploosh. I just checked myself out, et cetera, et cetera. Some really good ones. My favorite song on this, which was uh, Mama Needs Playtime. And then side two was playing with others. And there was things like uh, Wait What featuring Mrs. H. <laughs> uh, Bad Man featuring Creepy Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, just really fucking hilarious stuff. There's some creative people uh, out there. A chorus of listener questions featuring the microphone people's tabernacle choir <laughs> it's just fucking hilarious stuff like i love it i love it but you can go and join that and we'd love to have you because it's it's just this great community of people yeah. we should have done this years ago yeah. uh, we got there it's all right sometimes we're a little slow we're a little slow so but thank you to everybody who's on there come join us come join us uh, and then come and then come mm. and then join us coming it's great yeah then also you can go to our website www.bythebuy.com.au go to our contact page you can uh, message us there as well and uh, yeah i think that's just about everything on the list yes uh, anything you would like to say in closing thank you for listening thank you for listening bye y'all hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.